0: Hey, it's Jose Galisson. You're watching No Way Jose. You can find me on the uh, No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major audio podcatchers, and Odyssey as well. Credit to Justin Campbell for the intro, at jcamp1521. If, you, uh, if you're a fellow podcaster, he's great for any needs you have for that, or uh, editing, pretty much anything of any sort. Uh, hey, what's up, Rita? see you in the chat. Uh, today my guest is Buck Angel, which that may ring a bell for a lot of you guys. Uh, it's a uh, male-to-female transsexual... Uh, uh, porn act, actor and all, all sorts of craziness. Uh, well, you'll, I'll let him do, do the introduction. Definitely an interesting person. Uh, just so you guys know what's going on uh, so far as the format. If you're watching on the 12th, you are watching the live stream. It's publicly available. If not, you will be able to uh, view this about a week or so later. Whenever I end up dropping it, because um, I'll immediately uh, after the live stream, I'll I'll take it down uh if you want to be able to uh, see the episode in the meantime get on patreon.com so no way jose 2020 lowest level is two bucks allows you to view them in the meantime highest level is 20 that's for my sponsors my sponsors are cd McRae of the whiskey and tea podcast i have jacob wintergrad of the daniel three podcast is a little biblical anarchy type content uh, as I kind of allude to, uh, Buck is a, uh, is a trans sex actor or whatever you want to call it, porn actor. I don't know the term, but so we'll probably touch a lot of trans stuff. I think, I think we'll probably touch on like some porn type stuff. Cause he just recently got off a debate, although it wasn't really a debate, more of a discussion with Charlie Kirk and they went into a lot of, uh, like porn stuff, whether it should be illegal or not. So it'll be fun to kind of talk about that old conversation. Cause, uh, I know my audience is mostly libertarians and anarchists, so anything uh banning porn is pretty silly to us uh it it kind of makes us giggle um and probably talking a lot of morality i do want to remind you guys with tower gang my other comedy show uh we do have uh of course you showed up for this episode alex uh <laughs> um we have tomorrow on the 13th if you watch this later obviously it will already be out but we have robbie bernstein coming on uh, tower power hour uh anyone who knows robbie knows he's an hilarious comics so will be a fun one uh, as always, you uh, go check out Toplops at toplobs.com, Get some of his merch and get No Way Jose merch. You can get uh, Tower Power Hour merch. Use Jose at checkout for ten percent off. That. Let's get into it. Hey, what's up, Buck? Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Uh, glad to have you on. So, if you want to, I don't even know how to like necessarily intro you because you do have a very eclectic background. So, if you want to give the give the audience your background uh, sure. it, it, it doesn't feel right just to call you the trans person because you're definitely way <laughs> a way more a, way, a whole lot more to you although i'm sure we'll touch on that a lot
1: <laughs> right on i i appreciate that because there is more to me the trans thing is ridiculous dude. Yeah. so so right on so i am a female to male so i was born female i'm a biological female hello everybody i'm a biological female i will always be a female uh, but I use uh, medicalization to make myself look like you, kind of. So uh, so in a nutshell, that's where I'm at. I had a transition 29 years ago. I'm 59 years old. I'm um, a h- hardcore, I don't like to use activist anymore because it's been overrun by a bunch of wing nuts. So I'm a, I'm a guy who believes in the truth. I'm a truth seeker and I'm a freedom fighter. And um, I also d- do, I don't necessarily uh, produce pornography anymore, but that's where I basically got my start in the world and created my name and my brand and all of that through pornography and so and I, I guess that's me in a nutshell really I'm the, I'm the guy I'm the problematic tranny really <laughs> I'm the guy out there pushing everybody's buttons yeah no
0: it's funny top in the top of the chat brought up you a better beard than him you also have a better <laughs> beard than me so you, you pull it off a lot better than than probably most guys do so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right
0: on well, to you. i still i still am missing a few spots where it connects i'm almost there i'm at 30 i'm like shit i need it needs to hurry up and get there i'm, just, I'm gonna be stuck where i'm at because it's probably like what late 30s where you stop i, I don't yeah. know it's different for every dude well you but... know
1: dude i'm 59 i actually my beard just started growing in in the last maybe five years it just went crazy like oh, my hair my everything dude i'm just like a hairy huh. monster when did it's you weird. start taking when did you start taking a uh, um testosterone uh, I started 29 years ago. Okay, a long well, time ago. So you know, it's right. like I basically went through puberty. Like just, I basically became a guy. Like just like that. Like I was reborn on some level, right? With the huh. and it took a long time for it to sort of cycle into this space. Now,
0: yeah, I was just thinking if maybe that had some effect of why you're already in your like late fifties, getting more facial hair. But I don't know, maybe, <laughs> it does, maybe it doesn't. Which is that kind of goes into at one point we'll get later with like puberty blockers. We still don't really have
1: have hardly any idea what the fuck we're talking about when it comes to messing with the endocrine system so oh, uh, <laughs> i'm telling you i'm a mess my you know that's the thing is it's that's for real all, all kidding aside uh 100 you know i'm sort of a guinea pig i'm an experiment you know i was yep. one of the very first to be doing this and on a female bodied person and so really it has already wreaked havoc in my um and my female reproductive system. and it's done things. We don't know what other things it's done, but a hundred percent, dude. I mean, I mean, if you look at my before, anyone can Google Buck Angel before and you'll see me before and now, and I mean, it's drastic to change that these hormones, it's not a joke. And we're, you know, the, the way we're talking about hormone blockers and testosterone and estrogen, as if it's just like, okay, just try it. And if it doesn't work, we'll just stop doing it. No, sorry. Nope. It is really funny and uh, I guess
0: we're already kind of getting some of the points, but it's kind of just works naturally here. I think it's funny yeah. like uh to bring up I- I've I mean uh, it's kind of you only see my neck. I'm someone who kind of so it's kind of hard to tell, but I'm someone who's always taking break care and working out. I've been way mm-hmm. bigger, I've been way more ripped. I've been all different shapes. I've been working out since I was like 11 years old. And wow. so I've done a few cycles. So <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Ooh, my fu- favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so but point being is like it's weird how like, like, say with the bodybuilding community, how a lot of... I know you. we always get this idea that it's like the juice or It's like, oh, just fucking do it. And sure, there are some of them. But for the most part, sure. most dudes who I've known, experienced guys who have done cycles, they will sit you down and they'll even explain, like, hey, the same thing like the guinea pig thing. Like, hey, this is... To some extent, this is guinea pigging. Like, so this is why we do cycles. We don't just stay forever on, on, this, on this thing. Like, you have to have some sort of measure of being smart about it and... You know, maybe if you aren't at a certain point in your fitness uh, experience, maybe don't even consider doing it because that's just not really a smart thing for you to And there's like so much mature conversation that actually occurs around that. And it, it weirdly kind of parallels a lot of trans stuff. And it seems yeah. to be what you've been screeching to the world. And then you have so many people these days who think they're trans uh, yeah. and they start going down that road. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like you – I don't know if it's just some people and maybe it's the pharmaceutical companies, whatever, what have you. They're just very much like, oh, fuck it.
1: Like, yeah. Uh, and yeah. yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to that. Well, dude, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. You know, I, I do cycles and I do that. I mean, I I, I like to be bigger. I just, I, like I said, I, I was 100 pounds as a female. Now I'm 160 pounds. I put 60 pounds on my body of, of muscle. And yeah. we, you, this is really important. You have to understand that my frame, my biological space will never change, right? So my, fema- my body is actually a female skeleton. And how much am I putting on top of that is really insane. And, you know, I do feel the pain of the extra weight these days lower back but that being said you have to cycle that's why they call it cycling you you cannot just keep pumping steroids into your body you'll you'll die so i do have to do a maintenance shot because i don't have testicles so i don't produce testosterone so i have to you know shoot t- testosterone in my ass every week it's not fun but i yeah. do it you know it's like being having diabetes you just kind of have to do it and sway and it's the way it is yeah yeah uh, let me let me ask you this is kind of backing up but what, what are your thoughts on just
0: uh transgenderism in general do you see it as like a mental disorder of sorts mm-hmm. uh yep. okay because i know yes, that's I okay but you yeah, more yeah. I want to.
1: I'll I'll, I'll I'll elaborate a little bit. So, so yes, I I I have a disorder. Now, of course, people out there in the trans world, not everyone there's. It's a very divided space. Are going to say, well, no, it isn't. It's not a mental disorder. I don't care what you call it. I have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria. I went through a medical system. I did it the right way, as far as I'm concerned. I was diagnosed. I went to have medical treatment. I have a treatment of testosterone. You know, I have a disorder that's called gender dysphoria, and I fixed it it's why i'm a happy dude man (laughs) i would not be this i wanted to kill myself that's all real in the trans world i mean you do have you know those things when you're not feeling and that can be anybody anybody who's not happy in their life can have suicidal thoughts or those kinds of things it's not relegated to trans people but but that being said you know it is a mental disorder i do believe that it is and i don't feel shameful saying that i don't feel it's a bad thing i think it really makes people understand me a little bit more
0: yeah. No, that's a good point. It, it, I know it is like kind of has a negative connotation, but it doesn't necessarily yep. have to be. It's just that's right. I mean, yeah, Uh, I, I guess we we did kind of touch this, but I want to get a little bit of your thoughts. Like, why what do you think is the root cause? And I, I feel like I probably already answered for you of or maybe one of multiple causes of why the hell we have so many people that are increasingly identifying as trans uh it's kind of wild when you look at the percentages especially among yeah. kids which that'll be the next that'll be our next question trans kids because yeah. it kind yeah. of leads into it uh yeah. but yeah, yeah. uh so, what, what so- do you what do you think
1: yeah so i do see the 100 we're not going to deny there's a huge upswing in trans and trans kids and a lot of upswing in people like myself female to male more than male to female and um there's a lot of reasons why i mean you know i transitioned before the internet before the phone before anything and there was hardly any of us right or the way we did it is i wanted to be a man and i want to go back into the world and be a man and no one no one knows i'm trans unless they know who i am or you know what i mean like that's the whole purpose um, the reason why a person like Maya would do this is so that we could present as male and female. But today it's a whole other space. Like people are identifying as trans and that's not my space and I don't get that. But that, so so, why we have such an upswing, I think is social media. I believe influence helps that. I think kids are lost. I think kids think trans is an identity choice and not a medical space. And I think that we just have this new space where you can self anybody can be trans. You could. You can literally say I'm trans right now and no one can say anything to you, which that's the part to me that is why we are in the space we're in today because anyone can without any type of medical intervention or any kind of psychological evaluation or anything. Anyone can just say they're trans.
0: Yeah. I, 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 would, I would surmise that some of that too isn't even so much that as that as soon as they even start to think that they are, people just immediately encourage them. Oh, yeah, I guess yes, yes, you are. That's as right. opposed to like, well, maybe you ought to think about it because it's – right. People seem to have an issue with one extreme or the other. It's either Mm -hmm. people – there seems to be like no nuance. There's no like, well, why don't you think on that? It's if you – people get this impression that if you are like that, then you're now some bigot that's saying, well, it's awful if you're (laughs) doing this. It's like, well, no, maybe you ought to think about this before you make some crazy life-changing decisions. That's Uh, right. But uh, what are your – what are your thoughts on trans kids in general? Just like, what, Do you even think there's such a thing as trans kids? And if there is, at what age oh. would you say so? Right, right. So, so, I mean, so here's
1: what I think. So, yeah. of course, I was one of the, uh, these kids, 100%. But I don't think trans kids is the right terminology. I think they're dysphoric children. And the reason I say that is because once you put a label on something, you got a label on it, right? I could take this water right here and just change the label of Coke. Does that make it a Coke? No, it does not make it a Coke. It's still water. So so what I'm saying is like the labels are really dangerous because we're already just pigeonholing a child into your trans. Well, that child could actually be gay. That child could be gay. I mean, I actually went through a gay phase in my life of, of being a gay woman before I transitioned. So I personally do not believe there are trans kids. I believe there are kids with dysphoria, and I believe there are kids who need help in finding their space, but I do not believe in medicalizing children at the early age that we are. Pushing hormone blockers. And I think it's very dangerous, very, very dangerous. There is no turning back. And this idea that is, they keep saying it's reversible. Not true. It is irreversible once you start putting any kind of medication that stops puberty. There is some damage that will happen to this child. And are you willing to do that to your child? I'm not at all. I'm not willing to put my child through that. Yeah no i guess yeah the puberty blockers i, I
0: even when the first cuz i mean i'm 30 uh it was probably mm-hmm. less than a decade ago before the trans issue really started hitting the center stage yeah. of like national discourse yeah. and like i know when they first start, started hearing about puberty blockers i immediately without even knowing yeah granted i was a little bit more conservative but mm-hmm. without even being told what to think i immediately just from having a slight bit of knowledge of, like, you know, being into fitness, knowing, mm. you know, kind of being somewhat familiar with how the hormones of your body work, or just biology—I've mm. always been good at science. So I was kind of like, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, like I, 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 I struggle to even wrap my head around how <laughs> someone can explain to me how that wouldn't cause an issue. Even, like, That's even so if, even if you could say that, like. Oh, well, it's like a switch and then you'll just like yeah. say you'll be like, oh, well, you feel like a dude? Well, we'll you know we'll just swap your, your hormones and it'll magically go back later. Even if that could somehow happen, mm-hmm. you'd still be missing out on those years of say you were say you were That's meant right. to be a male or whatever, or you're biologically mm-hmm. male and you try to be a female. like yeah. obviously you're not gonna be getting the testosterone getting the muscle growth. so you'd say you right. want to go back. Like yeah, technically maybe it's sort of you can just flip the switch, but it's like you've missed out on those years of I don't know thirteen to sixteen where that's right. you could have packed on good muscle and like, present more as a male, whatever, et cetera. That's right. It's and, and that's that's even accepting the premise that you could just swap your puberty like hormones back to normal. Like, uh, I, I, yeah I, I don't know uh, if you have any to to that. It's just, well, it's, dude, it blows puberty. my mind.
1: <laughs> Let's just talk about puberty. I mean, every single human being on the face of the earth has puberty. We all go through it. Now I'm going to say, I think it's a much more difficult space for women, girls to go through puberty than boys. And that's because body's changing. Boobs are yes. growing. Period <laughs> is coming. There's a lot of shit happening there. And that, you know, when I went through puberty, it was that. I was this dude. And all of a sudden I grow boobs, dude. And I got my period. And I was like, ah, So I get it. I get this idea that, you know, we're going to stunt puberty and we're going to, but I'm going to tell you that I I think it's, it's not worth that. I think that the stress of the puberty is something you eventually grow out of and your body's healthy from doing that. I mean, the mental stuff we can take care of through through therapy, through mental health. You should be going to a therapist if you're dealing with all of this stuff. But to literally stop a puberty in a nine or 10 year old without any long-term, we don't have long-term studies. We have the Dutch protocol, which they did like 30 different kinds of people. And it's a great program and they did it very slow. America wants to rush kids. You know, I call it fast tracking. They want to rush kids through this idea of, of your trans. Whoops, let's get you on hormones and let's do this really quick. So I'm going to say this. Now we have a large population of detransitioners, which are those kids who were put on puberty blockers, who were put on hormones at an early age without any type of structure. Right, structure is important—a foundation. You can't lay a house with no foundation. You better build that foundation before you put your house on top of it. So now every all these kids, there's a detransition group with twenty eight thousand people in it. No. that's it that's sick that's wrong that's actually these kids are gonna suffer for the rest of their life because someone told them they were trans
0: yeah which i mean i know that can cause a lot of issues i know i've heard uh I, this would actually be more for the purposes of someone who was trying to um actually even continue with the transgender i've heard i've heard before that actually can cause you issues even for with trans uh fully transitioning mm-hmm. later on because like for that's example the right. male if you're depriving yourself of testosterone obviously your 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 penis and your testicles probably aren't going to grow right. the same ways it may cause issues of reconstruction which that's a whole other separate issue uh unless something's exchange i've i heard you say before you never did, went to the operation so that'll be a discussion no. we'll touch on because yeah. it is one of those things that's like i mean kind of interesting because yeah. i mean most people don't really yeah. know shit about it i don't so yeah right uh, you know it's fucking right on For us, that's weird. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is weird. Look, dude, I'm the first one to tell you. I make fun of myself. Why do I do that? Because look, you have me Mm. on. Let's not pretend that it's a little bit. People don't get it. And I Mm. get it that you don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a man with a vagina. Okay, that's a little bit crazy and weird and whatever. So what? So what? You know what I mean? Like, the minute me and you start talking, you're, like, literally forgetting about that. And now Mm. I bet you just think of me as a dude. Because I didn't get all mad at you for, like, oh, you're not so what? And people in the world don't understand me. But once I sit down and have a conversation with you, we walk away shaking hands. We're like, oh, that fuck, dude, man. That's, that's all I want the world to see. I'm just this dude who wants to coexist in the world. I did this thing to help me move through the world. And that's what most of people like me are like. What you're seeing in the world is not a representation of us. And that's why I sit on this show with you. And I talk yeah. to your guys who possibly could be not understanding me, but might walk away going, Oh, actually, that kind of makes sense to me. Now, Buck's alive, Buck's doing work, Buck's, you know, participating in the world, which is what I want to do. I want to participate in the world.
0: Yeah. No, I I think people like you are actually very important because, um, in this, I kind of brought it earlier. It's like the extremes, like, uh, especially with something yeah. like a transition, you do see a lot of people get crazy. And do me wrong, I'm, I'm very much known for, uh, uh, saying fucked up jokes and a horrible, things. <laughs> and I, I've made a horrible jokes yeah, yeah. about that subject topic about plenty of other things, but oh, th- the well. difference between a joke and, 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 and meaning something are very different things. So That's right. like, That's right. uh, I guess the point I'm getting at is it is good to have people like you kind of break those barriers. Um,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, I come on. That's mean, what comedy is. Yeah. Comedy is about p- politics, number one. It's a political space. And it's why comedy is important. And when we start telling people that they can't make jokes about us, about everybody, people make jokes about everybody, then you, my friend, are being a total sore loser and not understanding that it's kind of funny. Things are funny. Laugh at yourself. You know what I mean? Like when I go naked in the gym, dude, it's hilarious. Dudes <laughs> lose their shit on me. <laughs> and I'm just like, I <laughs> it's. I mean, I find it quite hilarious, but you know, I don't find offense to it. No one ever says anything to me. Like, it's just totally fine. And if people were uncomfortable with it, I would actually not do it. You know what yeah. I mean? But dudes are just like, whatever, man. But if there were children in the locker room, I never would I get naked in front of a child ever, ever, ever. Yeah. that is inappropriate and wrong. And um, because I have a different kind of body and I don't want that child somehow to either have some kind of weird, reaction to it and it could mess with them on some level so i think just being honest you know i'm an honest dude and i'm honest about who i am and what i do and i think that that that's the way you move through the world and you find people who will eventually say okay i'm cool with the trans thing because i see what it did for him and i see that it helped him get to that next level
0: yeah i know other people may make the case that to, to oppose what i just said that you got you just some extent normalize it but i mean at the same time i would make yeah. the case and rebut that like well it exists so you can fucking get used to it or not i don't, I don't that's know right.
1: that's <laughs> right that's right i ain't going anywhere you know what i mean dude if you don't want to be in my life move over i am yeah. fine with that dude that's exactly right i have every right to be in this space as anyone yeah. else and it doesn't mean we have to hang out it doesn't mean we even have to be friends but the reality of it is i exist in this world and so that that's the reason that i'm so upset about what's happening in the trans space because i find that those people are wrecking it for all the work i have done i've been an advocate in this community for 30 plus years and they're ruining a lot of what the older generation has done by all this wingnut shit that i don't even agree with and i'm like that's not trans and you know just this really weird fascist space that they're telling us we have to tell pronouns the whole point of my sex change was so that i didn't have to tell you my fucking pronoun and if i have to tell you my pronoun it pisses me off because it means that you don't see me as a dude And so it pisses you off too, because it means you're saying to people like, wait a minute, can't you see I'm a dude? Like what? So the pronoun thing really threw people off and it was a way to control our language. And as I told you from the beginning, I'm a freedom fighter. I'm a believer of freedom of speech and I'm a freedom of all. That's why I live in this country. And so I'm not going to be having a group of people that are very small tell me how to walk the world. And so I get why people out there are very upset about what's happening
0: yeah the pronoun shit can get wild like i get it if someone's intentionally using the wrong pronouns but some which i mean okay yeah i mean also i I don't think that should be like illegal or anything crazy you should just recognize that person's an asshole and probably not interact with them yeah but that's uh, right (laughs) <laughs> but aside from that, it, it is insane. Like, if you get upset about that, it's, it really is just more projection. Like, I'm sorry That's you're right. upset that you don't present the way you want to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, when you're walking around as a woman and you got a beard, guess what? People are going to call you he. I don't yeah. care. If you don't like it, then you better fix that shit right there and we're, and understand that the mo- 99% of the world lives in a space where we can tell whether or not you're a man or a woman. And if you're going to be a man with a, a woman with a beard, then you're going to have to deal with the backlash. I'm a man with a vagina. I have to deal with the backlash. I deal with it daily. I laugh at it. Who cares? So when they're getting mad because they're walking around with a beard and you know saying, you have to call me lady. And people are like, what? That's why I know it's bullshit because they know they're not idiots. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just trying to make it as if it's some kind of activism or some kind of space that's going to change the world. It's not going to do anything. It's going to make people very pissed off. Is what it's doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got a question from Meredith. Uh, does Buck think that female to male increase in, in pre present girls be uncomfortable with their bodies becoming sexualized? Uh, you probably mm, like this a is a great that.
1: question. Yeah. I I hunt puberty is hard. It is so hard. And um, I do, I, 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 you know, I was listening to a podcast from a great uh, therapist, friend of mine, Stella uh, O'Malley, and she's amazing. And she's, she, I think she kind of coined this. She's calling it um, puberty phobia, right? Because on some level it's, Girls, especially when they it's a phobic space of, of puberty, it doesn't necessarily mean you're trans or that you have dysphoria. It's it's a puberty thing where you're like, ah, my boobs are growing and I'm getting my period. and I feel uncomfortable in sex, sexual space. And you're getting sexualized as a girl because that even happened to me. And so, yeah, I think on some level, like, are we. Are we telling girls that, you know, they can get away from this by becoming a boy and they will have less of that. I, I, I from what I'm watching and what I'm hearing and the things I'm kind of looking at, I, I do think on some level, it's a way for them to escape their puberty. But then I think that's why we have detransitioners because once they go through all that and then they realize, "Ew, I'm not really a dude. I hate being a dude. That's why they're detransitioning. So, it, it, you know, I, I'm going to keep always going back to mental health. We have taken mental health care out of our system. And we were saying that it's not a mental disorder and kids don't have to see a therapist. And that's just the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life because we do need to see therapists and we do need to talk about this. And it isn't something that black and white. It's not, I'm trans and then you're trans a very nuanced space there.
0: All right, let's get into sections. I want to get your thoughts on the matter because I'm one of those kind of people. I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people that every now and then I'll get on these like. uh, uh, It's probably from being ADD as a young kid. Where I'll just get on Mm -hmm. tangents. Where I'll just go on deep dives on one specific Mm -hmm. issue. And I know I did that once on like on on sex changes. So I got. I I remember looking at like a lot of the like, and I can. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I looked at. I mean, this granted, this is probably five to ten years ago when I went this tangent. But I remember seeing the uh, the male to the no the female to male transitions and they were fucking horrifying honestly Mm -hmm. and it's i I guess for me this is where the the sex change issue uh is where i mean don't get me wrong do what you want but now like if i had a friend or a loved one and they they came to me and from the little bit of knowledge i have on the subject i'd be like Mm -hmm. don't fucking do it like Mm -hmm. i get it it may make you feel like you feel somehow better more or another but from the little bit I've looked into it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it looks like you're basically borderline destroying yourself sexually. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, if if I guess if how you, your, your ego is really that much more important than you having, like, proper yeah. sexual pleasure the rest of your life, then sure, okay, I guess that's your mm-hmm. call to make. But I, I feel like that's a hefty fucking bargain, in my opinion, is the way right. I see it. Maybe I'm wrong, because I just – I don't see, like – I mean, it's probably easier going from male to female, just from the basic structure of what a vagina is. I mean, to mm-hmm. not to be crude, it's kind of just a mm-hmm. hole in some sense. That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, you're right. It is a hole. <laughs> <laughs> but like, even then, though, if you take a penis and flip it inside out, I just don't see how that's gonna be like. Well, it's just like a vagina. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know. The nerve centers are all different. I, I, I just we're not. nowhere
1: near. It's not. Anything.
0: Yeah, it's so I, I don't know if you want to expound. on that because it just seems sure, to me that's sure. where I'm like that just comes off as foolishness once you start doing yeah. that.
1: So, and- so, you're, so So here's the deal. Everyone is different, right? What I need is different than what the other trans dude needs. I didn't need a penis. I chose not to get the penis because I didn't like the way it didn't work. I mean, this is many years ago, and it's not has no reflection on any other trans dude. This is my story. And so I just chose not to do it. It was a difficult decision because I wanted to have a penis. I mean, that's what is a man is a penis. And so what I saw just was for me not cool, not cool at all. And it also it didn't work. And back in the day, you had to stick a stick down the middle of it in order to get an erection. And I'm like, what? Oh, I'm going to be having sex and go, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> I want to stick the stick inside. <laughs> it's easier just to put a strap-on on. You know what I mean? I found my way around sex. So, so, so with that being said, and also you lose your sexual function. And I was like, what? And you have like a 50% chance of losing an orgasm. I'm like, what? <laughs> Game off. I'm not, I'm not even doing that shit. So, I honestly think it's a very personal space. I think people, some people just need to have. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And They don't care about the sex and they don't care about orgasms or any of that stuff. They just need to look like male or female. And so I know more trans women, men to female, who, who actually do the, the vaginal surgery because it is a, not a difficult surgery. And on some level, I have seen them up close and personal. And I was like, wow, it's it kind of looks like a vagina. That's pretty amazing. But... It doesn't work like a vagina. It doesn't feel like a vagina from what I hear from my friends. On the other side, the penis surgery is still very new on some level and still not necessarily functioning the way you function. So that being said, you know, I I personally uh, discourage people from doing it because um, I have a great sex life and I don't think I would have the great sex life if I chose to go the other way. So and I just don't think that right now they're in a space to make it so great that you know it can be just like a biological man's penis and so i really am happy that i made the choice not to go that space and you know again personal choices in this space and and i think also money and all the other things and how much it costs and it's a very expensive surgery
0: yeah and i I mean in to be clear i can 100 percent sympathize with someone being mm-hmm. like i want to have a penis or i want to have a vagina but that's it's just one of those things like well you're you're just somewhat constrained by biology
1: and our current state of technology so that's right that's right <laughs> totally dude and you know so i, I want to go back on a little bit on the puberty blockers there, there's yeah. a very famous transgender uh woman jazz her name is jazz she has a show called i am jazz or whatever but they they've put her on puberty blockers, I think at nine or 10. And she's one of the first to like really visually be out. She has her own reality show and you basically follow her as she grows up into a woman. And it's quite fascinating. But one of the things that happened was that she went to go get her vaginal surgery and they couldn't do it because she had stunted the growth of her penis because of puberty. So they had to take her colon and make her vagina. So now she has a colon vagina and I'm just like. You know, wow. If they would have not given her the puberty blockers, they could have just had the regular surgery. And so you see the pros and cons to these things and and that we're not thinking ahead and is how damaging is it that they had to use her colon and now does she have a colon? It's it's so crazy making. And I think on some level it makes the world look at us like we're all doing weird Frankenstein shit. Yeah. All right. I want to ask about, I noticed something recently.
0: Uh, it, it was pointed out by my buddy. He's my artist for this show and multiple other shows. He's the one mm-hmm. who did your art. If you saw the thumbnail for this, uh, top mm-hmm. lobster, um, he uh, he he shared a picture, and it was of these women who got the top surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of them had nipples, and one of them didn't. Uh. And so I I wanted to I wanted to know I want I, I'm going to give you my my theory on why they don't have a nipple. And let me know if <laughs> you can tell me if it's right on. Because I just, okay. I, I don't, I just <laughs> want to know if I'm right. So uh, I noticed, I did a little detective work. I noticed the one had a weird lean back. And I was like, you know what? That, that looked like a chick that had big titties her whole life. Like, I do Yeah. So I'm just, I know it's the back thing. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I did a little, little detective work there. And I, yeah. that was the one that didn't have nipples. And so I was like, I bet you, if I had to guess how top surgery works, it's probably a lot like a tummy tuck. <laughs> uh yeah. where you kind of just pull the skin down so i yeah. would i would imagine if you had big old titties it's probably real hard to do that correctly to pull yeah. the skin down and then somehow the nipples right where you want them to be so you'd probably right. have to graft them which has its own separate issues so yeah. pretty much the only way i think you would probably get good top surgery if you had already had little boobies to begin with basically that's right the, so i'm all right i'm spot yeah. on
1: Yep. All right. Hey, different types <laughs> of surgery, right? We've got big boobs. It's like if like if you're fat and you lose yes. weight, they have to actually like cut that skin off because it's just going to be and you're never going to, you know, that's called elasticity. Your skin has elasticity mm-hmm. in it. And the older you get, the less it has. So that's why we have to wear these binders after our surgery and blah, blah, blah. But I, I have a lot to say about that uh, new trend of no nipples and scars, and they're all like embracing this and acting as if it's just, you know. So I come from a different space. We didn't want, we want to look like men. Trans so. Before I go on, you know, there's a difference between a transsexual. I'm a transsexual person. I have sex change. I want to live in the binary. I want to be a man. And then we have transgender, which is an umbrella term for all this other things and identities that are going on. And these kids who are doing surgeries with no nipples and the surgeons are even telling them, ah, you don't need nipples. Nipples are an er- erroneous zone. They're, they're like erogenous. They're 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 sexual. So are they desexualizing like it actually creeps me out. You know, like I'm creeped out. Like are they desexualizing these young people because you do need your nipples on some level. And it, it does look weird that you don't have nipples. And for the fact that you would opt out of having nipples because the doctor's telling you this and what kind of doctor would tell a person that. So what what are these weird ass trans doctors and what what are they doing to us making us look so bizarre and these are young kids you know that these are kids in their 20s maybe even 18 they can't make these really life-changing choices so when you were 19 i bet you weren't making these life-changing choices
0: i I mean i got i got a couple
1: tattoos i regretted (laughs) different (laughs) you can cover it up with something dude or you know i do too i have shit tattoos but so what that that, that's different than like literally lopping off your tits and then all of a sudden you're like uh Actually, I'm not really a dude. I'm actually a chick. And now what? Now what are you going to do? You know, this is the part I get so upset about. You know, these kids are moving too fast. Way too fast.
0: That is a bizarre thought. I mean, like, okay, I'm, I mean, as a dude, I I don't see my nipples as sexual. So I can see how if you Mm. were a woman trying to become a male, Mm. you could kind of like wrap your mind around you know, lopping off the things. But even then as a dude, I'm still like, I'd feel weird without my nipples.
1: <laughs> I mean, it makes you even look weird. So like, you're going to take your, I remember I remember the first time I took my shirt off at the beach, dude, and I had pecs and I was like, uh, it was like, I actually kind of cried. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like no one sees me as a chick anymore. I'm like, it's the most unbelievable feeling that you could, you know, we just want to take our shirts off. And it just that little simple thing makes us happy. But you're not going to want to take your shirt off with, no nipples, people are going to be staring at you even more if you, than if you had actual boobs. So I think that that's what I'm trying to say is like, what's happening here? And why would you not want to have nipples? Because, you know, I, it, it just is not making you sort of transition in the way that we're supposed to be transitioning which is this idea of you know we feel like men and we feel like women and we want to be in that space so I don't understand what's going on today it's not any reflection of me it's a very different and I don't identify as trans these kids are identifying as trans and making it into this whole like kind of space that was never what we were doing or what we want to do
0: maybe this is too specific of a question for you i mean you may have, i guess i just assumed that maybe nipple graphs were an issue like medically speaking they no, weren't, no. weren't super they're not they're no. pretty
1: easy Oh, no, so <laughs> many guys i know have yeah. nipple grafts tons okay. of them before this situation started to happen so that's a lie that's the doctor yeah. being super lazy okay. that's what i think he's being lazy because yeah. it takes you have to like align. you know you have to line it up once you lock them off and it's like there's this thing here and you got to figure out how to make sure that they're not you know blah. so does the doctor is he just being lazy like dude you don't need nipples just go
0: on, like. Well, I didn't know that's if there true? was like a certain rate to where, because I know when it comes to, like grafts in general, some don't yeah. take, or you might end up yeah. with like that's some true. dead tissue. So I don't. I mean, maybe, maybe but if it is really just a, a thing that's like that's not very common, and they almost always take and look normal. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I, I could see. Then it's just that it sounds like lazy doctors. Yeah, that's or right. I, I don't know. That's what else.
1: right. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, I want to point out. Larry said, "Made you look? You sure did." Continue to make <laughs> me look for ten bucks. Right I appreciate on. it. <laughs> um all right let's get into the porn talk because uh you Ooh. you did talk with Char- uh, charlie a lot about the porn stuff and yeah. uh yeah i can, I can kind of see both sides a little bit i mean mm-hmm. i think it, i'm not gonna lie i think his side's a little silly but i, I want to get <laughs> your i want to get your opinion on the negative and positive effects of porn i, I will grant yeah. him there are definitely people who have issues with porn totally and i guess if i had to make some sort of if I had to say whether it was more or less negative or positive, maybe I'd lean more negative, but it is still is not like anything crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's so, yeah. I mean, I can see where he's coming from, but it is sure, it just definitely is very silly to me.
1: Um, well, you could say the thing yeah. you could say that about many things, which I think I said to him. Like, you could say a yeah. thing about alcohol, you could say mm-hmm. the thing about you know, prescription drugs, uh, addiction is addiction. So, you know, I don't care what it is, I'm addicted to coffee, I actually am. So, like, is that? the coffee industry's fault, whose fault is that? It's my own fault. So I, I cut, you know, and he pulled the porn addiction cause he said, I have a porn addiction but that's not my problem that you have a porn addiction. That's actually your problem that you need to deal with. And I'm sorry that you have it, but I make adult entertainment. That's why it's called adult entertainment. I make specific movies for specific people that have to look for them. I'm not flinging them through the air and anyone could just watch it. So so I think in that regards, I very much stand by my work. And I do believe that pornography can be a very healthy, good space. Now on the flip side of that, I do also believe it can be a very bad space. And I also believe that it can be detrimental to some people's mental health. And I think it's teaching people that this is how you have sex. No, it isn't. It's fantasy. And it's, that's the other thing people don't understand. Porn is fantasy. It's not a sex education space. It's not a space to learn how to give a, a blow job. It's literally <laughs> fantasy and fun. And um, so I do see the side where people get very mad about porn and it's too accessible, which is what Charlie and I both agreed on. It is way too accessible to, pe- to young people. And yeah. I have boundaries around that, 100. percent
0: Yeah, which I guess that kind of goes into his, his solution, or or, or for to help those boundaries was to to make it like illegal, essentially, uh, basically legislating morality. Which
1: Ridiculous. I mean. Ridiculous! It's never going to happen. It's a billion-dollar industry for a reason. <laughs> for a reason, do you know that most tech companies follow porn because we're always in the lead to to, to create new technology? We're the ones who created streaming media. We are the ones who started the, all of this. What you see on YouTube—that all started in porn. We were the first ones to do all streaming media. So, so that being said, we're very advanced in our technology, and in, in, for, for many reasons because we we, we want to get it out there. But, but also, you know, again, the, the the bottom line is it's adult entertainment and if kids are seeing it which they do we need to figure out why they're seeing it and we need to figure out how to make it so it's not as accessible because i do not think young people should be watching pornography yeah. i do think it could be detrimental on some level
0: Yeah, which I mean, I don't necessarily know how to solve that, but I do know that making it illegal is not going to help. I know he tried to make the case, he cited some stat, which I know, honestly, I find it always corny when you have, (laughs) when people go stats, this, stats. I mean, there's a purpose to drop stats here and there, but anyone, especially, I don't know if maybe you differ with me with all the COVID stuff, but especially in the age of COVID uh, and all the craziness that were played on, pulled over your heads with fucking stats and shit. Pretty much any time someone says stats, this, stats, that you may as well throw it out and be like, Okay, well, what is the premise of your argument? And then go That's from there. Right. Because stats are borderline meaningless. Like anyone who's studied uh statistics can tell you it's just like you it's just it's you learning how to play, basically like uh manipulate with numbers, essentially. You can- but also,
1: like that, let's that study could be biased, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, then we go. What your study could be a hundred percent different than my study, right? So that's the other thing. I don't give a shit. Throw studies at me. People are always throwing studies at me with trans kids. I'm like, bitch, watch this. I'm gonna throw these back at you. That shows you that you're actually wrong. But my studies don't count because your st- You know what I mean? So I, I'm a hundred percent on board with you like that. You know, of course they've done studies on on porn and the detrimental space it is for people's well-being and you know you gots to actually look for it to find it that's the thing that i keep telling people you have to go and punch in porn on google it's not literally showing up you know it used to show up right we used to have all that crappy fucking yeah. stuff where you'd be Googling and porn. So, but that they put an end to that. But that being said, you actually have to look for pornography in order to find it on some level. So you, if yeah. you if you make it illegal, it's going to be worse. And that is my argument. Some people will disagree with me and that's fine. But you, will make, you can see it with cannabis. I'm also in the cannabis industry. You know, that's the thing is now it's starting to actually create business and create jobs and do these great things that it should be doing instead of el- making it illegal and putting people in prison and wasting all of our money on yeah. stupid fucking marijuana who cares yeah. about that you know and it's like you're gonna put people in prison for porn come on man that is so ridiculous yeah i mean the, uh fuck i forgot what i was
0: gonna say uh but i did want to say because uh, i want to push back on the harder to get if illegal thing because yeah. uh okay i i right. mean to, to bring it back to premise i know this is a little bit anecdotal yeah. i mean uh-huh. i growing up i was i was much e- it was much easier for me to get drugs than it was ever for me to get alcohol and like yeah. I mean, I don't know if the, you had the same experience, but I was a deviant as a kid. I so would just what? fucking, I would just, when it comes to marijuana or like, especially when it was legal then, like if I was a kid now, I feel like it'd be easier for me to get like pills or something. It would be to get marijuana with the, the state of Yeah, that's, it right. Is. that's so, right. That's and right. And it, it used to be, at least marijuana was available when I was a kid. So That's, <laughs> like, right. that's uh, right. Yeah. So I, I find that silly and that was kind of what I was getting at. Like, what is the premise yeah. of your argument here?
1: Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: now I i I remember what i wanted to point out uh he one of his studies he brought up a lot of people too got to realize when it comes to stats the numbers don't always bear out what you think it does because what'll happen is somebody's like well this this thing and therefore this And you're like well (laughs) this does not mean therefore that like he 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 brought up uh one thing and i I don't remember even all the details of it but it was like oh uh certain people if they masturbated this much to porn they were this more much more depressed or whatever and it's like okay but is that because they watch porn or is it that fucking, I don't know, lonely losers tend to masturbate more? <laughs> like, like, I, I, like. I, which one is it? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: right on, dude. <laughs> like
0: these, correlation does not mean causation, so it's does like, not.
1: That's right, dude. Like, you're you're
0: assuming a whole lot here by just throwing a statistics at me. It's not and that saying, black therefore- and white. That's right. And
1: you know, people might have some shit going on in their lives, and you know, the other stuff. It's not just the porn. They're using yeah. the porn as you know. And so, you know, I also I like to use the the, the example of of pharmaceutical drugs. They're tearing us apart. They're killing us. Yet here we are you can go to the doctor you get a prescription you can get go get an addiction in like two seconds you know and i had an addiction to drugs and alcohol and i'm sober 30 years but that that being said it's why cannabis to me is a great alternative to pharmaceutical addictive cannabis is not addictive and it is a very healthy space and then there are great benefits to using cannabis and all all of those things people will disagree with me again but as you see i'm always on these spaces i'm always on these spaces that are sort of like pushing against the world to change their mind about things. I do believe that sex is healthy and I do believe there is great stuff out there that people can see. And I also believe in alternative medications. So, you know, that's kind of where I stand in the world. Yeah. I did want to touch on one last thing on the porn
0: thing on the Mm -hmm. aspect of things being legalized or not. And I believe, Mm -hmm. I wish I could remember the exact quote, but I believe it was de Clare, who was a famous anarchist uh, who said that like, as soon as you make a law concerning speech, you'll have a thousand lawyers. And I'm obviously paraphrasing uh, uh whittling it away into uh-huh. like, and this was in the case of literally using the first amendment, even just enshrining yeah. it into law. Like yeah. so she was actually making the case. You'd be better off just not having a law concerning it whatsoever. Cause there's mm. nothing to be said in the matter, but this yeah. is even literally a positive, the opposite of banning. She's right. saying that if you were to put in place, you know, the government enshrines your right to the freedom of speech that immediately you're going to have a million fucking uh, lawyers, you know, um, fucking whittling it away and like making an argument right. like, well, this only applies here. This only applies there, et, et cetera, Now, yeah. it's going to be even worse with banning. So that's like right. the arbitrary nature of a porn ban would be insane, like insane. It, yes. Like where What? what what is the objective metric that makes something porn and not porn? Great point. Great
1: point, my friend. And also what's the difference between prostitution and pornography? So right, they're, camera. They're, it, a camera. It's an actual camera and a model release. <laughs> so you know, there's some people who, who do prostitution who get around it by always setting up a camera and having a model release for their customer. <laughs> so you know that there's there's these there's these spaces that they think you it's not that easy to distinguish between that or to ban a whole thing. It ain't gonna happen. So instead of banning it, how do we make it so that we can all kind of figure it out and and work. With it. You're never gonna ban pornography ever. I mean, you can ban it, but it'll get made in different ways. It'll surface in uglier, gross ways, and I think people would regret it if they tried to ban porn.
0: I mean, everyone makes a joke about Japan
1: and their tentacle porn. You know, right? <laughs> so, dude, I I shop porn in japan and it's very difficult it's so it's actually not really legal there and they're very hardcore about it and it is the, it is the ma the mafia really runs the porn space there they, yeah. they're they're they like really crazy shit dude yeah well that's <laughs> that's the effect of what happens
0: when you've it like you have you all end up with all those blurries wiener blurry wieners and vaginas <laughs> Asia, totally. and now they have this weird ass porn so it's like they i don't totally know what you do. want here <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) because yeah that's exactly placement point how do you define porn if it's a cartoon and it's fucking not even an actual penis or vagina or whatever like at what point where where does it constitute porn and this is where i I guarantee if you ask the normal traditional uh, conservative individual like which is more degenerate fucking uh tentacle, like, Japanese porn or normal uh, heterosexual, like, sex porn, they'd be like, well, I guess if you gotta pick one. I mean, I don't like this option, but if I gotta pick one, I'm picking the normal straight porn. You're like, okay, well, buy on your fucking Moral crusade, <laughs> you, have, you have caused this.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious, man. Like, you can't just, you cannot. And also, when Charlie was like, I have a porn addiction, I'm thinking, well, that means you like porn, dude. It means you actually like porn, but you just don't know how to like take it in yeah. small doses. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. I, I,
0: this is more for my purposes because it spurred me out. He called his sexual anarchy thing. Uh, he said he called it sexual activity without restraints, which ironically, yeah. I would say, and a lot of his arguments that he was making against porn and against, like, even some of the trans stuff is actually, I mean, I don't know what your politics are, but in a, in theoretically, in in an anarchist society, you wouldn't be able to just make kids and then pass them off to the government or whatever. Like, you would actually have to accept responsibility. So, the the, the irony of his sexual anarchy is that's not, like, sexual anarchy, like, yeah, maybe it would be a little bit more, uh. Uh, not as defined a state, maybe a little more fr- free, like free-ish in certain ways, but you're still going to have that responsibility side of things. So it's not going to be. This craziness right. thing he's implying, so I don't know that 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 more just spurred me out. So
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he was he, he just wanted to throw the morals at me and <laughs> his space, yeah. and it, and I'm used to it, as you can yeah. see. I'm just used to it because I just already know what people are gonna say, and I already know and I already know my thing. And at the bottom line is, we're gonna walk away disagreeing, which is again, that's why those shows are so important and being on your show to do because we can show that we have different opinions about things, but it doesn't mean we have to hate each other, and it doesn't mean on some level that we all just want to be we all have we might be over here and here but the ultimate goal is we all just want to live free and happy and be able to do what we want to do i really believe that's true but we just kind of don't understand that we're allowed to all have different ways of being
0: uh junkie jeff he always shows in in streams he said the thing the difference between porn and not porn is if it was created explicitly for sexual arousal like sure technically maybe you're right Mm -hmm. but for the purposes of legislation like Mm -hmm that is an additional nightmare all of its own because now you're, yep. you're in the thought crime thought crime spot like like no how problem. do you yeah like that's even yeah. weirder uh um,
1: no, pornography is in a weird space anyway we're always yeah. getting nailed by the government we're always getting you know we we they, they passed the law i think it was like 20 years ago that that was the um the um obscenity law which is so vague it's so insane and people were getting arrested left or right for making obscenity and it's like well, what's obscenity and they couldn't really de- you know de- yeah. describe what obscenity was other than that it's an immoral space that your community doesn't like i'm like well my community is cool with it so i don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> no it's like
0: i mean to even go more in the arbitrary nature like i like i know most boys can uh, can uh, sympathize when being a kid and finding like their their mother's yeah. Victoria's Secret or even a yeah. JCPenney catalog. I've totally jerked into a oh, JCPenney no. catalog. Totally. So, like, <laughs> like, is that porn? Like, like, this is a perfectly normal right. thing that was made for normal women to be like, I wonder That's how right. this bra will fit me. And like...
1: Right. <laughs> and <laughs> so there right. are
0: dudes all over the world jerking off to it. So they like, are. is that porn?
1: <laughs> like, it could be, yeah. right? Because you're right. You yeah. can't really... You can't really describe it because it's different for everybody. So I think that's a really great point you made. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. I wanted to get into the morality stuff because that was one thing you touched on a mm-hmm. lot. And I actually – this would be something my audience will probably disagree with me a lot too because I know uh, mm-hmm. uh, being a lot of libertarian and anarchists, a lot of them are very much rooted in the uh, objective morality perspective. I am not. I've been very open by it. And I feel like mm-hmm. Charlie did the perfect example of why I don't agree with it in this. Like uh, it <laughs> – how, like how like he, at one point he was talking about how many people you get to disagree like he's like there's right and there's wrong and i know you point out like <laughs> well there's my right there's your wrong or you're right. right or whatever and then you kind of got into this like well you know we need certain people to agree with and he's like it, it, i don't know it, it very much you'd have to go back and watch how suggest jesse mm-hmm. go check it out it was a good talk but like it really came off to me as if charlie was just saying basically screaming out i'm right and that, that's it. Like that, and that's what objective morality comes down to. Like, sure, maybe there is objective morality. I don't know, but at the other day I feel like it's easy. It's I feel like the people who claim objective morality don't really know there's objective morality. So it's like this at some point. Like, okay, well, can't we just all be honest with ourselves and admit we're operating at deficiency? Because a lot of his points were just like this. Like, well, that's just objectively wrong. And you're like. What? <laughs> you can't
1: just say I, that <laughs> and he 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 did <laughs> because he, he can actually yeah. if he wants to but i'm not going to agree with it yeah. so, so that's the thing is like i don't think people push back on the guy a lot if, I it, it, it felt to me like he just sat down and like this is how it's going to be and i'm like well actually no it's not <laughs> yeah. i'm actually going to say like this and this and so so I, I did get that energy from him and the energy that he was so, the porn stuff got him really nervous with me. And, I, and he started to try to just throw all this weird shit out at me. And I'm thinking, I feel sorry for him on some level. I feel like he's so he's stuck in some weird space that he feels like he has to be presenting this way when it's not his true heart. To be
0: fair, I feel like he was primed for a uh, yeah for a confrontation, and then he <laughs> I totally he was. And I'm yeah, not, I, I don't
1: do that. I, I yeah. will not do that. That is not how I look. I walked away with. Dude, if you look at the comments on that video, it'll blow your mind. It blew my mind away because I was already expecting the hate. I have never gotten so much love from, (laughs) from the right Christian, like hardcore haters that were like, dude, thank you so much. I totally get it now. And I'm thinking, wow, thank you. I just did my job. So really, I think when you start to get into that space of arguing, some people like it you won't make a point and you won't walk away with changing some people's minds because all they see is the anger in you and that's this self-righteousness. And I'm not self-righteous. Like from the beginning, I told you, it doesn't matter if you agree with me or not. It's totally cool with me. We can totally meet in the middle. And I, I, I think that's a more important part of my message yeah. than anything. It's like, let's just meet in the middle, dude.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny to get back in the objective, subjective morality. He, uh, he Mm. used the uh, example, I think of pedophilia, which is like the easy go-to everyone goes into in subjective, objective morality arguments. And I make the point like, uh, like, yeah, sure. uh, It's subjectively. I find it like, I have no problem saying it is not objectively wrong in my Mm -hmm. opinion to that, but Mm -hmm. subjectively in my Mm -hmm. opinion is a hundred percent wrong. And Mm -hmm. I'm willing to defend that subjective opinion with force. Right so on. like, right okay, on. like so. A lot of people <laughs> like, oh my God! Like you're like they they. It's almost this like implication that because I don't uh, accept that something's objectively one thing or the other, uh-huh. that that means something amazing. Like I understand that's only my opinion, but that's, that's right. su- that suffices for
1: me. It should be. That's the way everyone should be today. But for some reason, if you're not like we we don't have independent thinkers anymore, right? You have to be a part of a group thought. And that scares me. I'm not a group thinker. I never have been. I've been a very independent thinker. I've really thought, thought, taught myself how to be a very individual person in the world. And I think it's important. But I think we've we're pushing people to have group thought. And that's a very dangerous space to be in on some level. And we should be allowed to have different opinions about things. It doesn't make it. And there's no right or wrong answer in pornography there is not i will i will tell you that you can say you don't like it and i can say i like it and now we can move forward in that space
0: yeah the difference becomes when you try to uh use force against against us to do something about it Mm and that would be you know Government how, action in general. So. That's right.
1: And that's not the country I live in. I live in the United States of America. I've lived in Mexico for 10 years. Okay. I, I was, a, a it was difficult there for, for a lot of reasons, but I live in the United States of America for a reason. We are not supposed to be doing what we're doing today. We're not supposed to be shutting down the conversation or telling people they have to do pronouns or telling people that trans women are women and get over yourself and sit down and women are, you know, bullshit i'm not going to be a part of that's all lies and deceitful and i don't like lies and deceit because guess what happens when you do that it comes back tenfold yeah uh no i guess uh
0: to finish off on the objective subjective thing i did just really find it funny how how it, that <laughs> like everything all of his arguments when he was you guys got the objective subjective things it, all of the arguments of why uh, things have to be objectively wrong objectively that for me, I heard all of them, and like, well, I can believe all of that and still think in a subjective fashion. That's right. Like, I can literally accept all of that. Mm-hmm. I can accept that that this given thing, you know, murder. That uh, I'm not willing to accept that in my society or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll do what I can within my own sphere of influence to negate that. Uh, mm-hmm. Without having to believe it's objectively wrong, like cause, that's right. Like, because like, what does that even mean to me? Morality is just a set of values, and I know everyone has different yep. sets of values. So that's right. That's uh, I mean, why I kept values, that. Yeah, if your that's values right. are to fuck my kids and kill people, like we're gonna have issues. So, <laughs> <laughs> right on. I'm with you on that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we've hit on everything. If you got anything else to add, let me know. Otherwise, it you you could go ahead and drop your plugs, and we could get you out of here at a right Chris Bauer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm everywhere. You guys, <laughs> if you dare Twitter, be careful. <laughs> Our Buck Angel on Twitter, Buck Angel on Instagram, which I keep getting nailed on there too. Facebook, official Buck Angel, YouTube, Official Buck Angel, and that's it. I mean, just our, you know, my website, Buck Angel. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm very controversial, and I also speak my mind. So if you're willing to listen to an old tranny <laughs> talk about how ridiculous things are today, <laughs> follow me. <laughs> all right. Well, it was an absolute pleasure having you.
0: It was a great Thank conversation. You, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me in the No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major odd podcatchers, Odyssey. Uh you can follow me on Twitter at twenty twenty no way jose. If you want to give me money, patreon.com slash no way jose twenty twenty. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff with that we are out. Appreciate it, Junkie Jeff. It was a good conversation with that we are out. Excellent.